0: going on man it's Mike Z Radioactive thanks for throwing down with me on this Thursday got a special guest for today's show Rick DeJesus from Adelita's Way another killer band out of Las Vegas been around for a decade truthfully I just kind of discovered them on their last album The Getaway went checked them out live last Friday night in Fullerton California and had a conversation with Rick after the show you guys bring it live like nobody else. Man. Thank you, thank you.
1: You know, I think uh, it's it's a big goal for us to to really start attacking California. Everyone everyone in in rock and roll likes to complain about California. They like to say, "Oh man, uh, let's go to the middle Midwest." You hear all these myths, yeah. you know. We do really well in the Midwest. We do really well in a lot of places, and I feel like California is certainly a place. Uh, that has so much potential, they're just still learning about certain bands that they haven't heard of yet you know, like us, every time we come back here the crowd grows, every time we come back to Fresno the crowd grows, every time we go to Sacramento the crowd grows, you don't don't stop coming to these places because of the stigma that's on them the people that are here are what it's all about, and tonight's show showed you that the people that were here were amazing at this show and next time we come there's going to be more
0: dude i get so mad all the time so many tours don't get routed through california i'm like how do you leave off one of the biggest states but props to you guys for bringing it and you know being committed to california it's because people have the
1: bad mindset you know it's like pick your kickball up and leave if you strike out or you know what i mean like we don't have that mentality you know we've we played fresno uh last year I mean, there was a hundred people there, you know, and and you could easily I'm taking my toys and I'm leaving and I'm never (laughs) going back to Fresno. Right. But we came back to Fresno last night and there was triple the amount of people, full house. And and, uh, we're focused on growing and and doing something. You know, we we understand that rock has been underground the whole time we've come out. You're still fighting and grinding. You're still digging. You're still clawing. You're still creating music to gain fans. And, And at the end of the day. If you can't if you can't keep your head up and you can't keep driven, then yeah, your band's gonna come and go and you'll fade away while we continue our, our ride. Where are we at with the new album coming, man? Well oh, it's fantastic. I'm just so excited for the world to hear this record. It's uh it's a record of redemption for me a little bit, you know. I think, you know, one of my goals making this album was when I'm gone, and I know it's a little early to be talking about that, but I have kids, I think differently now. When I'm gone, I want people to remember me for certain pieces of music I created, and I want them to remember albums that I that I created. And uh, going into this record, I've really had a chip on my shoulder to make a record that was just that was just so memorable that that people talk about it uh, for, for years after, and, and even, you know, the day that the day that I go away. You know i want i want the news headlines to read like you know that everyone runs and listens to my entire catalog and and this record was was a record that was a part of changing that game for us uh it's just a fantastic record there's so many songs on it i think anybody in the business that's defying us or defying what we're doing because we're certainly a rogue, rebellious group. You yeah. know, we, we don't doing really do, thing, yeah, we no do our own label. thing. Yeah, no label, no management. We just, we make our own decisions. You know, we run it like a business. So I have a 17-person staff that works for me. So yeah, there's a label. It's just our label. Right. Uh, it ain't like I'm just out there, you know, uh, uh, with a notebook. You know, I, I have I pay 17 1099s at the end of the year of people that are out there pushing out Elita's Way music. I'm, I'm in with executives at Pandora and Spotify and Apple Music. You know, like we're playing Playing the game with the big dogs, and they don't like that. With that said, even they're gonna understand this record that we put out, they're gonna understand what we created and what we did, and, and I think for the first time, they're gonna have to step back and, and and give us, you know, give us a little round of applause.
0: Where are we at in the process? Is it half done, 80%? It's more than half
1: done. It's more than half done. We're going to Orlando with Elvis Bisquette to finish the last three songs on the album, and then it's wrapped up. And the problem we're dealing with is we might release it one song at a time all the way up to ten, because I feel like I wrote nine singles. Wow. I feel like I wrote... I wrote songs that I'm afraid are going to get wasted on this record and everybody around me feels that as well. They're like, yo, what are you going to put out next? And I'm like this. What about this song? And I'm like, I don't want to waste it, you know, so I'm going to let obviously the public has to agree. The public has to decide. But my people in my circle for years have, have have guided me correctly. When I made a couple records that didn't live up to standards, they told me like, hey, I think you should wait. I think you should wait to put songs out. This doesn't really live up to the Adelita's Way standard that I think you could do. This record is not that feeling. This record is like, oh my God, I cannot wait for people to hear. Like even the people in my tightest group, my circle, the people that are honest to me and true to me. They're telling me that if this were a game of baseball, the ball looks like a basketball to me right now. You're hitting it out of the park. I feel great. Every single at bat. And, and not even, just not every single bat, I'm really putting thought and work and and, and, and
0: also God's blessing into this record. Awesome, man. And, and props to you for trying something different, kind of like what Avenged Sevenfold did, how they dropped the record, like announced it the oh, day yeah. before. Like, oh, I yeah. like that, thinking outside the box. You've got to in this day and age. you got to shake it up.
1: You have to, because if it's the same thing everyone's seen a million times, dude, it's just going to be another disc that goes across the desk that goes out the window, you know? Uh, I'm not looking to be that. I'm looking to, I'm looking for people, the story to us to be, man, those guys grinded for all these years and it was a long time coming. That's what I think this story is. I think when we do it and we get where we gotta go, people, are, people aren't gonna say, can you believe it? People are gonna say, it's been a long time coming for that band. It's, it's, about, been a, damn it's time. about
0: damn time. Coming out swinging, you talk about a chip on your shoulder, it really feels like that with Ready for War. Like, yeah, that's coming out of the gate swinging.
1: Ready for War was the beginning. Ready for War was a song. Okay, so we came off the getaway record. I never stopped writing. I saw a Beyonce video where she was just shitting on the boys in blue, you know, like, like not respecting our officers. And I'm like, dude, who's gonna speak for these guys? Who's gonna speak for the military that go and and keep this country free no one's saying nothing everyone's just letting this movement of 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 racism in the other direction right uh so i wrote ready for pray for peace for the mindset of what these guys have to prepare for every day every officer every human wants peace and love but sometimes you don't get that and you got to be ready for anything so what's coming up next for you guys, Rick? We wanted to do Cali because we love Cali. We were off. We were like, let's hit California. Uh, we go to Orlando to record from February like uh, like fifth all the way to throughout the end of the month, pretty much. Then March second we start in Vegas and we go from March second pretty much till April twenty seventh. We headline the entire United States. We're gonna see the best fans ever. We're gonna put on an electric set. We're gonna we're gonna put in all the songs they want to hear plus more, uh, and we're gonna we're really gonna take the next leap. You know, we've already taken the leap last year. We went from playing. In certain cities, small bars, small clubs, to knitting factories, House of Blues. Right. You know, we've already we've already started to take that ascension, and and you know, we patted ourselves in the back. We cried. We were happy. We were we felt blessed, but we realized that there's a lot of work to do.
0: Awesome, man. And let's talk a little bit hometown turf, uh, Vegas. How long have you lived there?
1: I've been in Vegas for almost 10 years now. Uh, they really treat us good there. Uh, it's a great feeling, you know. For me. Uh, everyone always says oh you know like uh, what's it like going out in Vegas what's it like going out in public there and yeah man it's cool that anywhere I go people see me and they know, they're like that's the dude from Adelita's way they kill it this is their hometown they're from here they we Vegas reps us and we rep Vegas and I rep Philly too man I'm born and raised in Philadelphia my people that I grew up with made me tough They made me uh, resilient I'm, I'm, I'm the way I am because I grew up in such a tough upbringing uh, and, and I'm blessed to be from both great places so does that
0: mean you're a Flyers fan, then? Of course I am,
1: 100%. <laughs> Philadelphia, everything. And you know what? I rep Vegas, too. When the Las Vegas Raiders come, dude, I'm going to be a Raiders fan. What I'm going to ab- be an Eagles fan.
0: What about the uh, Golden Knights or whatever? they I'm got the support hockey
1: team. Them. I'm going to support the Golden Knights. I'm going to support my Flyers. Uh, I'm a Sixers fan for life.
0: Sixers fan? All day, every day.
1: Ah, nice. Trust the process, baby. I'm in. <laughs>
0: and the Eagles, then, I well, take it, too?
1: 100%. 100%. Couldn't be happier with Carson Wentz and, and uh, the moves they're making, and I think we have a future.
0: Yeah, man. That, that team's definitely coming up and, and it'd be interesting to see how vegas reacts to having their first pro team it's with gonna the, be great our vegas town is Knights.
1: unified it's a beautiful city it's united uh they're gonna do
0: great they're gonna love it and i you know one of the things I, w- I wanted to talk to you about was influence i definitely feel the rock you feel the metal but i also feel like a 90s like oh yeah that commitment to crafting song talk to me about some of your 90s that's where fans. i grew up
1: man i grew up i grew up listening to nirvana bush uh you, you know the list goes on green days dookie the offspring um i mean i that was what i was playing video games in my room incubus uh you know i I've, I've just, a, yeah, i just everybody man, man just if you if you listen to the, to the best bands of that time i was listening to the best bands of that time man. i love metallica obviously that's like 80s going into yeah. 90s um i got the tour of guns and roses that was unbelievable uh but when it comes to the 90s, those are my bands, dude. Audio Slaves, another one of my bands that I just that I just grew up like feeling, man. STP, I was, you know, STP tragic. bums me out, tragic. But you also start, you start hearing stories about Scott Weiland and they kind of bum you out, man, about yeah. the kind of person he was. And I wish, I wish that he left his legacy a little better, man. I wish people felt better about him than that. You know, you hear, I, I don't mean that, you know, rest his soul. But I was a huge fan, and 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 you know it's just disappointing to hear how someone is in their family life with their children and I mean yeah. I'm a father and I dedicate my life to my kids and to hear that he really wasn't present in their lives that really bummed me out man yeah. it really bummed me out it's someone you look up to it's like a hero and you go behind the scenes and he's sitting there with a cigarette on his stomach with beer dripping down his face and you're like damn dude yeah. that's just the truth if I'm honest I'm not just gonna candy cook you and tell you I love him you know I do love him and I love what he brought I love the songs but you
0: know when I
1: started hearing about him I was very sad
0: Yeah, I've seen some of those bad shows, too, where he's dropped Uh, down, fallen down. Let me ask you this. You were talking about the 80s and, and, you know, the the big four, right? Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax. So I'm trying to come up, as the 90s comes upon 20 years and getting older, I'm trying to think of, like, the next wave and what we would call, like, the Grunge Five or something like that. And here's what I'm thinking. Like, Alice in Chains. Obviously. Soundgarden. Obviously. Nirvana. Obviously. Pearl Jam. Obviously. And the band we were just talking about, STP. Of course. You nailed it. That's it. That's it right there.
1: And then I would say if you had to throw a six on, it would be Green Day or Bush. But Green Day has gone pop punk, so it's tough to remember them at that time. Yeah. But at that time, Green Day had Dookie out. And, and it was like Basket Case. <laughs> it was like When I Come Around. Welcome to Paradise. Welcome to Paradise. I mean, they, Offspring is another one. Offspring's got to be seven. You, you know, that's that, that's that era right there. Who
0: would you pick number one out of those Nirvana. first five? Nirvana. Nirvana changed the world for everyone. Yeah, they really definitely, hundred percent. They, they. I think they brought crafting songs and, and having some dirtiness Superstar. about them. But, Superstar, but still they had it in the hooks.
1: They had it when you see superstars come along every now and then. That's what Kurt Cobain was, and that's what Dave Grohl was, and they happened to be in the same band. Yeah, how crazy is bottom that? bottom line?
0: How crazy is that? You know, that's
1: why they were such a powerhouse.
0: So you like that title, Grunge Five? You think we can yeah. work with that? That's great. <laughs> the flannel five, dude. The flannel, flannel five. That's what it is. We ain't going to do any better than that, man. Thank you so much for the time, and, and best of luck on the road. Thank and, you so much. Bro, I can't bro, wait I to hear the whole album. And oh, you're going to love it. I, I'm already loving what I'm hearing, and thanks for the time. I appreciate oh, thank it. Thank you so much. Bitchin', man. Hell yeah. <laughs>